0: everyone, and welcome to the Roknosaurus Podnosaurus. We'd like to thank you for
1: being here with us today. My name is Coach Cotton. And I'm Willie Bob. I'm Boogie Woogie Benny. And we are
2: Roknosaurus.
1: Today we are going to be talking about the great state of Alaska.
0: Alaska was purchased from Russia in 1867 for $7.2 million. And in 1959, Alaska became the 49th state to join the United States of America. Today, Alaska is the largest but least densely populated state with over 660,000 square miles and fewer than 800,000 people.
1: So dress warm, listeners, because it could get very cold on our journey through The Last Frontier. The Last Frontier, Bugs? Yeah, that's its nickname, The Last Frontier. I thought it made a dramatic ending to this segment. Oh, did I just mess up the ending? That's okay, I'll do it again. Dress warm, listeners, because it could get very cold on our journey through the last frontier. One of the most important things to know about Alaska is that it is huge. Huge. Yes. It is by far the largest state in the USA. Big. Yep. It's bigger than the next three largest states, Texas, California, and Montana, put together. If you look at the smallest states, it's bigger than Rhode Island, Delaware, Connecticut, New Jersey, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Hawaii, Maryland, West Virginia, South Carolina, Maine, Indiana, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama all put together. (laughs) That's 21 states. Alaska's shoreline is longer than the entire East Coast. Wow. That's big. Yes, that's very big, coach. Yeah. To put it into terms that an athlete such as yourself can understand, yeah. it is 283,890,832 regulation football fields. <laughs> Now, it's very difficult to appreciate a number this large, so I've devised an experiment using this treadmill to illustrate to our listeners just how big this is. Yay. <laughs> go ahead and hop up there on the treadmill, Coach. Yeah, like this? Hop. That's good. Now, go ahead and start running. Pfft. Easy. Okay. Coach Cotton is the most physically fit member of the Rock team <laughs> wow. and an avid runner. He is a trained professional, and I don't recommend that our listeners try this experiment at home. How's it going up there, coach? Solid. Oh. A regulation football field is 360 feet long, including end zones. On a good day, coach can run the length of the football field in an admirable 22 seconds. Uh, pick up the pace a little there, coach. You seem to be falling under your average. Okay. <sighs> That's better. Analysis of these numbers shows us that, assuming coach will not need to take any breaks... Oh, no, no, I'm good. That he should complete his run in, let me see here, 22 times 3 plus 6, carry the 4, 18. He should complete his run in 198 years. Wait, what? Contrast that with the smallest state, Rhode Island, in which coach could run the meager 587,715 football fields in a mere five months, and you start to get a picture of how big Alaska really is. How long do I need to run? 198 years. Oh, okay. You can do it, buddy. It's really going to help me illustrate my point, so keep it up.
2: Vegetables, vegetables, I like to... Eat My vegetables, when I get home, I like to eat my vegetables, they are so sweet. Vegetables, vegetables, I like to eat my vegetables, when I get home, I like to eat my vegetables, they are so sweet. Hey, Boogie, what's cooking? I'm cooking my favorite campfire
0: dish, Coach. Wonderful. Some fresh-caught Alaskan salmon, perhaps, or maybe a couple of falafel burgers.
1: Coach, don't be ridiculous. Alaska is the land of the midnight sun, and you know what that means, right? Um, yeah, it means
0: that that the moon is the sun, and people walk backwards on their hands while wearing hats on their feet.
1: No. It means that Alaska has an ideal climate for growing really large vegetables. So naturally, I'm grilling up some broccoli for dinner, and I hope you're hungry.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Vegetables. Vegetables. I like to eat my vegetables When I get home, I like to eat my vegetables They are so sweet
0: Boogie, I am definitely hungry, but how much broccoli are you grilling?
1: Well, maybe just six ounces or so But did you know that John and Mary Evans of Palmer, Alaska Grew the world record 35-pound broccoli? Holy brassica oleracea That's large. Yes, that is large, Coach. For perspective, the average Chihuahua dog weighs between 3 and 6 pounds. The average house cat weighs between 7 and 10 pounds, although Pirate Harvey is closer to 14 pounds. And the average American newborn baby weighs 7.5 pounds.
0: Aww. Chihuahuas, house cats, and babies are all super cute, but you should have seen my broccoli when I dressed it up as a pumpkin on Halloween.
2: Vegetables, vegetables, I like to eat my vegetables. When I get home, I like to eat my vegetables. They are so sweet.
0: Why on earth do veggies here in Alaska grow so large? Is it the soil? Is it the climate? Is it something else? Uh, I'll take that one, Coach. Willie Bobby. Bob! Oh, hey, Willie Bob. Wait, is it noon already? Coach, as you know, I'm an avid gardener. And it turns
1: out, because of Alaska's summer sun, the veggies flourish here like in few other places. He's right, Coach. Alaska gets as much as 20 hours of sun per day during the summer. So the crops get a photosynthesis bonus. Cabbage, broccoli, pumpkin, zucchini all do really well in Alaska's summers. Wow! Yeah, wow. Additionally, the extra sunlight also helps make the produce sweeter. Carrots are already naturally kind of sweet, but Alaska's carrots can taste like they have sugar added.
2: Mm, sweet. sweet. Vegetables, vegetables, I like to eat my vegetables. When I get home, I like to eat my vegetables. They are so sweet.
1: I know what you're thinking, Willie Bob. Oh, yeah? You're thinking that Alaska sounds like the greatest place on Earth. Actually, Boogie, I was thinking that I want a sandwich, but Alaska does sound nice. And it is, but it is also a cold and dangerous place. Mm. The winters alone are enough to scare a lot of people, not to mention the moose, Mm -hmm. and the bears, and the con artists. Uh, Wait, did you say con artists? That's right, Willie Bob. Like every other place on the planet, you need to watch out for con artists in Alaska, and none were nastier than Soapy Smith. Soapy Smith? It sounds like he had a clean record. Don't let his name fool you, Willie Bob. He was a lying, cheating, swindling scoundrel who followed the gold rush out west and arrived in Skagway, Alaska in 1897, where he honed his lying, cheating, and swindling technique. Soapy got his name from one of his most famous scams. He would set up a little stand on a busy street corner and sell bars of soap. Like a lemonade stand? Yeah, like a lemonade stand, but with soap.
0: Step right up, step right up. Hey, you! You look like you haven't had a shower in months!
1: When he'd get a big enough crowd, that's when he would start the swindle. Gather round, folks! He'd take out a wad of cash, some 20 some 50 some $100 bills, and he would stick them randomly into bars of soap.
0: Look at all this money, ladies and gentlemen. This money could be yours if you picked the right bar.
1: He'd tell people that if they picked a bar of soap with money, they could keep the money. Like a contest. Yeah, like a contest, except that Soapy didn't really put any money in the bars of soap. He made it look like he was putting money into the bars of soap, but really he just slid the money up his sleeves. So then nobody ever won the money. That's right. But he would put a few plants out in the crowd who would pretend to win money. Ooh, plants. That's fascinating, Boogie. Let me guess, broccoli. No, wait, he used money trees. No, not that kind of plant, Willy Bob. A plant is someone who appears to be a regular person but is secretly part of a scam. The plant would pretend to find money in their soap, which made the whole thing look legitimate.
0: I won! I won! A hundred dollars! I won!
1: As soon as the crowd sees somebody pull a hundred-dollar bill out of the bar of soap, everybody wants to start buying the soap, hoping that they're going to win money. Some people would buy five or ten bars. Oh, Get out of my way! Hey, that. That. I'll take that one! That one's mine! But of course, they would never win. Because there was actually no money in the soap. That's right. Well, at least with all of that soap, he should be well prepared if he ever decides to clean up his act. Well, Willie Bob, unfortunately for Soapy, that never happened. Eventually, as is so often the case with swindlers... A life of lying and cheating caught up with old Soapy after trying to swindle the wrong Klondike miner in Skagway, Alaska. If you know what I mean. Yee.
0: Boogie woogie, Benny, Willie, Bob. What's
1: next, Coach? How about some music? We are a band, you know. We are indeed, Willie, Bob. They call us Rock Nascerus. Sounds good. Yeah, what do you want to play?
0: Let's play our song called Hawaii. It's about the Aloha State. I know you'll love this one, boys and girls. I like that song.
1: Uh, Wait a minute, guys. Uh, Hawaii is a great state, and our Aloha song is a very nice song. But maybe we should play our brand new song about the state of Alaska. You're right, Boogie. He's always thinking, Willie Bob. It's so apropos. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So, boys and girls, here's our new song. It's called The Last Frontier. A one, two, three. The state of Alaska is dubbed the last frontier. Denali is the high one, it towers boldly here. Wonder lakes, reflections, an ancient ice age mirror. So many natural wonders, you're like a pioneer. It's north to the future, and please forget me not. The willow tarm again, birders love to spot. Come along, come along. Come along to Anchorage Or set out on a day hike Along Kasuji Ridge Come along, come along Come along to Anchorage Or set out on a day hike Along Kasuji Ridge It was never Seward's folly Those cynics dubbed it so Its thorough wilderness Seemed inhospitable Land of the midnight sun Polar nights and days Two months of total darkness Bereft of sunlight's rays Come along, come along Come along to Anchorage We're set out on a a multi-leveled house called the Goose Creek Tower Climbing to the top takes a quarter of an hour It's halfway between Tagutna and a little town called Willow And once you hop on top the view's incredible Come along, come along Come along to Anchorage We're set out on a day hike along Kusuji Ridge Set out on a day hike along Kisu. Well, guys, we finally made it to Barrow, Alaska, the northernmost village in the United States. <sighs> Ugh, excuse me, and I'm beat. Traveling makes me sleepy. Me too, Coach. And there's
1: a lot for us to see tomorrow, so let's get to bed. Yeah, Agreed, guys. Good night, Coach. Mm. Good night, Willie Bob. Good night, Boogie. See you in January. Wait, What's, wha- what, what, are
0: you, what are you talking about, Boogs? Tomorrow is November 20th.
1: Right but I like to rise with the sun. Well, yeah, so do I, but why won't we see you until January? Well, the next sunrise in Barrow, Alaska is January 22nd, and I, for one, am going to feel particularly well-rested after 64 days of sleep. Wait, the next sunrise is in January? How is that possible? That, Willie Bob, is a very interesting question, and one that is best answered from outer space. Out in space, we can see that the Earth spins around an axis, and that axis is tilted at an angle of 23.5 degrees. Each spin on the axis takes exactly one day. Depending on where you are, you may be on the part of the Earth that's facing toward the sun. That's daytime. Correct. Or you may be on the part of the Earth that's facing away from the sun. The nighttime.
0: Correct again. But why won't the sun rise in Barrow, Alaska until January twenty-second if the Earth rotates on its axis every 24 hours? Ah,
1: yes. Back to outer space. In addition to spinning on its own axis every 24 hours, our Earth is also rotating around the sun. It takes one year for the Earth to rotate around the sun. Right. I still don't get it. Well, remember that the Earth's axis is tilted. As a result of that tilt, part of the year the North Pole is tilting toward the sun, and part of the year it's tilting away from the sun. The closer you are to the North Pole, and Barrow, Alaska is pretty close, the longer the nights are during the part of the year when the North Pole is tilting away from the sun. And that must be wintertime. That's right. That's why the days are shorter for everyone in the northern hemisphere during the winter. The further north you go, the shorter the days and the longer the nights. And in Barrow, Alaska, the longest night can be 64 days long. Well, okay then.
0: I'll see you at sunrise. Don't be late, Boogie!
1: Fellas, I've got some bad news. Wait, what? What's going on, lilybub? We're out of time. What? But we haven't even told them what the state flower is yet. Well, what is it? It's the Alpine forget-me-not, Myosotis alpestris. Am I saying that right? I don't know.
0: And we haven't told them about all the languages spoken in Alaska. That's interesting, coach, but I'm afraid we just don't have time.
1: No, no, you're right, Willie Bob. There just isn't nearly enough time in a single podcast to say all there is to say about Alaska. That's for sure, but it shouldn't stop anyone from learning more about Alaska. And it shouldn't stop
0: us from thanking all of the people who made this podcast
1: possible. That's right. We need to thank Jam and Java in Vienna, Virginia for supporting the Rock Nosaurus Pod Nosaurus. You can see us Rock Nosaurus performing at Jam and Java on most Fridays. Visit jamandjava.com for a list of all upcoming shows. And thanks to MrNussbaum.com.
0: Learn more about Alaska and learn more about a whole lot of things at
1: MrNussbaum.com. The Rock Nosserous Pod Nosserous was written and produced by Rock Nosaurus and engineered by Tom Bernath at Upfront Audio. Thanks, Tommy.
0: And we need to thank triangles, because where would the world be without them? Good point, Coach. And we need to thank you all for listening. If there's a podcast in the woods and nobody listens, does it make a sound?